Well, welcome to Serving in Business. I'm excited. This is Steve Ramon, your host. I'm excited again. I'm going to say it twice. I've got one of my favorite people, Sandra Connor, who is the creative force and owner of videogrows.com. Welcome, Sandra. Thank you. I appreciate your having me on, Steve. Well, one thing I love about your business is one, of course, this is serving, but the name that you have. Let's talk about that a little bit. Why Video Grows and what does that do for somebody? Well, Video Grows is actually a rebrand that I did to better represent what my company does for other businesses, which is to help them grow, grow their presence, grow their leads and prospects, ultimately grow their revenues through the use of video because it's such a powerful medium that can use be used many, many places online. Amen. I'm, I'm a big video guy, too. And part of it's because of Sandra. We network together a lot. You said the word growth. Mm -hmm. With growth, what other word would you use that you can help a business? Because growing is great, but there's got to be some other things that you can do with video grows that I know you do to help somebody improve their business. Oh, there's better connections, better connections with target audiences. There's better expression of the message that people are trying to convey about who they are, what they do, how they serve, how they help people. So video can do that so much better than the written word. Writing is good. The two of them dovetail together very well, but writing alone doesn't always convey the expressiveness, the passion, all of those things that people can see and hear on a video. Well, you just said something interesting that I haven't heard from you say before is written and video. That I've not heard that ever in the hundreds of people I've talked to. Let's expound upon that because that's interesting to me because everybody's thinking, hey, let's just throw a video out there and let's do a TikTok. And I'm not going to say much about TikTok, but I, I love, let's, let's delve into this a little bit more. Okay. Well, one of the things that is different about how I serve is to call upon my experience and training and education in strategic management. So once you put together a strategy for your marketing that includes video marketing, you need all of the pieces of the puzzle for it to work well together. So the written word combined with a video in the various places that it can be in an email with a link, um, on a post on social media, there's just so many ways to get that to come full circle to really get the results that people are looking for. Right. And that's results are a big thing because I know you working with and what I do with Infone as well, working with we want them to see results or they're not going to stick with us. Um, okay. How was, you know, I know it's a rebrand, but how was this born? I, I always like to know the history of a company, how this, how this come about. Uh, well, I'll give the uh, nickel version of <laughs> my professional walk here. I actually started in manufacturing, learning how to make parts and make them high quality. I worked for an aircraft engine company. So paying attention to the details was very important. That helped me all throughout my career, paying attention to the details. So when I discovered video as a marketing tool, which was a little over 10 years ago, 
it was very expensive. It was complicated. There were a lot of downsides for companies the size of yours and mine to try and use that to help their company at all. You know, if you had ten, twenty thousand dollars, you could get one video done. That has changed, fortunately. Some tools came about, some processes and techniques have come about that make it much, much easier for solopreneurs to use videos. So that excitement when I discovered that those tools finally were launched out into the Everse really helped me to form my company to focus more on video marketing as the objective for my clients to use to help them best. Well, audience, that's a huge tip. If you didn't catch it, she was in manufacturing. Now she's doing her passion in video. So all you out there doing eight to fives, if you're thinking about reaching out to do a business, two things, just try it. But I'd reach out to Sandra. Her contact info will be in the, post, uh, the podcast notes. The reason I do, if you're a startup, and, and Sandra, if I'm wrong, uh, let me know. This is a great tool for you to get your word out, get your story out. Is that correct? It absolutely is. Uh, there are probably several people who are familiar with crowdfunding and that whole process when they start a company. One of the things that people generally do is record a video of the product, of the product being used, or someone talking about the product. All of those things can factor in to making a higher level, or I should say, uh, resulting in a higher level of success yeah. for a startup. You know, they they can sell the product before it's available. That's what some of those platforms do is allow them to raise capital by selling the uh, early adopters the product. And video has been a very, very big part of making that happen. I was not aware of that. That is makes a lot of sense that people would go that way because, of course, video is more powerful than just a written word or a PDF file. Um, I know you've done workshops. I've been to your workshops. To get to her workshops, again, I'm going to put all her information in the in the podcast, podcast notes. But what do you go over in your workshops? And by the way, audience, these are free. She's serving by giving out free tips for people, which is why I love her to death, is that's the people I want to align myself with, is people like that giving away free to help you build your business. But let's talk about a little bit about your workshops. Okay. Well, I do webinars and workshops several times a year. Uh, so people can connect with me on LinkedIn to see posts that will announce when they're coming up. Usually I, I try to give people two to three weeks notice, but you know, you, you can generally count on at least uh, 10 days or so to plan and uh, plan to spend an hour with me learning some techniques or some uh, tactics about how you can use video more effectively. And a shameless plug, when you do sign up, mention Steve at Serving a Business Podcast that we got you over there. Because again, I want to build her workshops because folks out there, if you're in business or starting a business, there's so many free resources like Sandra, and you can reach out to her. She's answered questions for me with a quick email or a text. Um, and learn more about video. I know you see TikTok is growing because of video, but a lot of those times it's not done right. This is the girl you want. She's going to do it right for you. Um, with that being said, I always like to talk about the favorite book. And what is your favorite book and why? 
Uh, well, it, it's uh, part of a series. It's, well, I think the very first one, when you give a mouse a cookie. Uh, and it fits into business and my approach to it in a kind of a different way maybe than the author intended. It's appropriate for children. So it helps children to learn about sharing and giving and all of that. But the nuance to it is sometimes you can give too much and sometimes you cannot set expectations about the limitations of what you're doing and how you're doing it. So often when you give a mouse a cookie, then the mouse is gonna want some milk to go with the cookie. And then after they get the milk to go with the cookie, then they're going to want a napkin to wipe their mouth and maybe some more cookies to go with the milk that's still left. That's not the exact way the book goes, but you get my, yeah, <laughs> my intention yeah. here is business owners must learn how to set limitations and expectations for their clients and customers. That old adage about the customer always being right is not true. We do our best to serve them and serve them well sometimes customers are demanding and even uh, let's say rude about yeah. <laughs> expressing themselves and what they want and all of that so when you give a mouse a cookie make sure that the mouse understands they may get a glass of milk and that glass of milk might cost more very cool book i just wrote that down because i've never heard of that book so that's why i always like to ask because i'm learning as well Again, we're all learning with this podcast. You mentioned children. I'm going to go on a cliff here, Sandra. I'm going to talk. I see TikTok. I do a little bit for business. And, of course, it's video-based. Mm -hmm. My opinion that people can have, use help. Is that somewhere where you could help a business that wants to get on TikTok or even Instagram, Facebook, or whatever, social media? But since TikTok's the big new man on the planet right now. Mm -hmm. Is that somewhere where you can help somebody grow with the social media side? Certainly. And since our approach here is to use a strategic approach, yeah. then one of the things we help people look at is which platforms would be best for reaching their audience. Now, sometimes people will say, oh, use all the platforms because all your customers are there somewhere. There's some truth to that, but it takes a lot of bandwidth for most people, especially so solopreneurs, to not only produce videos or get them out there, but to get that messaging right for the individual platforms. TikTok tends to be a little bit more fun. You know, yeah. I have colleagues who have done videos that are just downright hilarious yeah. and of course, very successful on TikTok. And they can be used on other platforms as well. But then how you write that text content to go with it would change from what you would do on other platforms. So all of those things mixed together can yeah. make for a successful video marketing campaign, but you have to look at the time required, the uh, time required to produce the videos that you're going to do, whether or not you can do them yourself. Some people can, some people can't. So considering all those factors is one of the things that I help people walk through so they have the most likelihood of success. And you said something again, and, and as you're listening to Sandra, she's so many great tips. Whether you do a video on your own or she does it for you, she can help on both sides of that. She is a, you know, she can, you know, structure that for you and you do the videos. She just doesn't do the videos and she's got a ton of resources. So again, I suggest to reach out to her. Um, one thing you said was, well, I was thinking when you said 
um, about TikTok is competitive advantage. Mm-hmm. Would video give you that competitive advantage in business? It certainly can and certainly will, particularly on a newer platform like TikTok. Now, there's an upside and a downside and a lot of opinions about TikTok and its viability. But the bottom line is there are a lot of people getting a lot of reach on TikTok right now. They're getting, because of that way the algorithm works, they're getting a lot of views, they're getting a lot of likes, they're getting a lot of traction by using TikTok. So it's available, it's out there. It's not going to be new forever. <laughs> so yeah, uh, if you're going to strike while the iron's hot. It's sizzling right now. Yeah, amen. I love the way you say that. Now I'm getting hungry. I love it. So let's <laughs> um, So in your business, since we have the audience out there, they, who are you looking for? I know everybody should use video, but I know you have a strategic way of businesses or industries that you like to work with. Let's let the audience know who they may know somebody or they may be in this industry or company type of company that could use your services. The type of company is typically one that offers something that's what I call intangible. It's not a product that you can hold in your hand and say, oh yes, I bought this thing or I want to go looking to buy this thing. It's more likely to be a service. So people who offer those services that help other businesses like mine, for example, CPAs, certified public accountants, uh, bookkeepers, people who are in real estate, uh, even though they're ultimately going to connect you with something tangible, what they do is very much intangible in finding their correct target market, the people that they like most to work with. And this applies to all those other people too, you know, to be able to get that messaging right so that they find the people that they are most likely to be able to help and who are most likely to be happy with that help when it's all said and done. That can be conveyed in a video very easily. And somebody can reach out to you and do a discovery call with you and see if there's a fit with you as well? Absolutely. Because my company doesn't fit with everybody. If we think about it, and and I happen to be uh, an abundance thinking kind of person, that there's more than enough out there for everyone. The market continues to grow, whether it's domestically or internationally, the market continues to grow. It's just a matter of finding the people that are most attracted to how you do business and the reverse, vice versa. You're most attracted to how they conduct business and can help them well. And I'm going to throw a shameless plug out there, listening to what Sandra just said. She was just a speaker at a a national event, correct? Mm -hmm. She was asked to speak. That's how powerful this woman is. And I'm dead serious when I say this. If you're looking for video, this is a direction you need to go. And again, she said earlier, which is why I love her. If it's not a fit, she may find something for you that is a fit. And that's all we're looking here in this world, serving each other. And if you know on a realtor CPA, let's serve back to Sandra. Let's connect with her and get those network connections with her because I know she can help them. I know she can help them grow. And I know she could do a strategic plan that could be a game changer in their life. So with video, People have, I've talked to two people about it. Some people do it just off the cuff. Just, I, I mean, if I'm saying the wrong word, you can correct me because you're always great at that. Or they do a teleprompter, they type it out. Is there 
both ways? Is there a better way? One way is not necessarily better than the other. It's okay. just typically easier for some people. And then it depends on what the objective of the video is. And I'll give you an example. I have a colleague who, even though he has gray hair, I don't know how old he is, and I'm not going to try and guess, <laughs> but he rides a skateboard and does it well. He makes his videos a lot of times while riding the skateboard. So he's not reading from a teleprompter while he's doing that. <laughs> nope. I'm sure he's already decided what he wants to talk about and what he wants to say, but he can talk and ride the skateboard at the same time. Now, my style, on the other hand, is typically to write out what's going to be said. Sometimes I do voiceovers over my videos. Sometimes I do them impromptu. So it just depends on who I'm trying to reach that day and what I want to talk about. If I'm tying something to a concept like one of those pseudo holidays that come up <laughs> and tying that to a business concept, that may require a little more thought, a little yeah. more preparation, but then the video has to be right and the written content has to be right in order to get the attention and get some traction right. and get people to understand the concept that's being put out there. And right. sometimes it's nothing more than fun. You know, yeah, I, I posted about a huge camera. I mean, the lens is about five feet across digital camera that's going to be used to map the sky here in a little bit. Uh, it took several years to develop, but you know, it was kind of adjacent to my field and, and what I do. And I was fascinated by it. So I posted for no other reason than it was interesting and fun. Well, that's cool. I, I got to see a picture of that. We'll have to share with the audience. That, that sounds pretty interesting to me. And I'm thinking as you're talking about both ways, that's where the strategic calls with you make a huge difference. You'll decide if impromptu is better for Steve or, hey, let's write it out. Let's do a teleport, whatever way that they read it. So that, And that's the benefit of that strategic calls is to learn the business and what works best for them. Yes, yes. Yeah. And, you know, decide whether it's going to be a short series of videos or whether it's going to be a six-month, 12-month type of program and approach because we're really objective driven with yeah. all this and even a viral video doesn't get the kind of impact business-wise that people often expect just because yeah. a lot of people saw it doesn't mean that you're going to get <laughs> the end result that you were looking for in the first place and that's why you want to hire Sandra you want that end result to be positive you know, I want to say thank you, Sandra. I've learned stuff about you. I've known you two years today that I've never known. I thank you for that. I thank you for being on. Audience, please reach out to her again. All her information will be in the podcast uh, notes. You can see on the screen. If this is a video, you'll be able to see that as well. Again, videogrows.com. And always like to end serving in business with your favorite business tip for the audience out there that's helped you grow your business. One of the main ones was to be very, very clear about one or two target markets. I heard, in fact, I heard in a, a meeting just today where we were networking and the guy is relatively new at this. And he said, well, what I do can serve just about any business. That may be true. 
but it's much easier for people to relate to what you're doing and help you with referrals and introductions. If you say, I really want to connect with XYZ industry, like I said, bookkeepers, accountants, CPAs, real estate brokers, have a short list that people can bite down into, as we say, sink their teeth into, so they can then say, oh yeah, I know a real estate broker. I've worked with them for 10 years. That's someone I can introduce you to. So be very specific. That will help you in so many ways in terms of getting your messaging right, reaching out to people, and ultimately being more successful with getting sales faster. It's counterintuitive because you figure, oh, well, the more people that I say I can serve, the more sales I'll get. Not necessarily.